chose us in spite of us in spite of who i am the real me the one that i can't hide from god in spite of all the things that i've done all the things that i'm going to do all the mistakes i'm going to steal and yet he chose us in spite of us that's not right that's a whole vibe it's a whole move that'll put you in a humbling state to know that it was nothing but god's grace his mercy and his love that he's always shown us. He's always shown us the same. He's been consistent in his love. Today, we're excited about today. Today, we're going to talk about buried invalidation. And I have my sister, my friend, for years to come. Uh, we've seen our whole life, the good, the bad, the ugly. Nothing's really been hidden. And so today we have Delana Hall Carter. Um, she's not just my friend. She's like family. She's family. She's been around a long time. She's been able to see my whole life, to speak into my life. 
um, to encourage me in my life, to be obedient when God gave her a word for my life. And I thank God for her. I thank God that we've been close all these years, even if we don't hang out together like we used to when we was in school, we're still close. Whenever I can, whenever I call her, we're still close. Anytime we spend time together, we're still close. And that's a blessing. You know, some you you have from a distance, but they yeah. still friends. Yeah. That's how we are. We're we're family. And so today we want to welcome my friend, my sister to Eve's Talk. Welcome. Yay. I feel so honored. <laughs> Delana, we are so happy to have you on the show. You know, we love guests and having people to come on. And I'm excited to hear you um, talk about buried in validation. I, I'm I, Just by reading what you have, I know that it's going to be great. I don't mm. know. I haven't known you as long as Mikey, but... You know, you've been great every time I've been around you and I, I connect to you and I really think that you're super. So we're excited. <laughs> <laughs> I am as equally excited. Um, thank you, Mikey, you know, for, for sending out the invitation um, about uh, maybe a couple of months ago. And I had already, you know, spoken to God about some things that I felt like I was ready to do different in ministry. Um, and so on the same day that I had the conversation with him, Mikey had messaged me and called me out to the show. And I was like, yes, yes, so, yes. Yeah. So um, I knew that was definitely going to be a yes right off. And then just, Demisha, thank you for such uh, sweet words. You're right. Uh, we haven't had uh, a lot of relations with one another but just like Micah was saying it's been many years that I've been in her life and so I know also you've been in her life for a while as well so felt like I've always known you um it's just good to now have uh, uh to have contact with you and to operate you know with you especially in this way so yeah so um yes birthday validation I just when I went onto the calendar and saw the options the dates and the topics um that was one that just popped out like right away uh, to me because um, it took me some time, but I realized that that was um, an issue that had a lot of control over my life, um, really the majority of my life. Um, and it was just getting through to my adulthood, you know, coming into my adulthood and learning and being given wisdom from on high, from God. And, just going through life, living life. And just, I learned that, um, you know, validation was like my best friend. And uh, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't that good best friend. You know, it was right. that one that, yeah, it was that one that um, <clears throat> no matter what, you need to learn to cut ties uh, with this particular thing. Uh, but before I could do that, I had to come to grips and realization uh, where it, came from you know where did I pick this this brand up at um and so just I had to do some searching some soul searching and, and uh, just go back you know throughout my life um you know validation itself is basically just seeking um approval yeah. of your value you know um god I was changed though when I started learning these things and started uh realizing these things and 
and searching for truth on these things, um, I was just appalled, you know, that I had given so much of my life to this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just going throughout my life, uh, seeking other people's opinions and praise from other people. And I, I you know, I, I love attention. I love praise. Um, but I didn't realize that I was getting it in the wrong way, you know, wrong areas. And um, just over time, that was getting it from family, friends, yeah. your spouse, um, co-workers, anywhere where you dwell. Heck, even for me, I was seeking it from my children, you know, my my from the youngest to the oldest. I was it was just I needed to know that um, I was valued, to, you know, by them. Um, but so in my in my seeking, and my searching, it just took me back to oh, excuse me, it took me back to my childhood. Um, I am the oldest of three and. My father is white, but I never knew my father. And so um, what I was told from my mom was that the reason why I didn't know him is because um, his family, not he himself, but his family didn't want a biracial child. So um, immediately when I look back on that, now I thought I was okay, you know, my childhood, my, my teen life, my adulthood, I really thought I was okay, you know, with not having or not knowing or not having my father around because I didn't, I didn't act out like I thought children would act out. You know, um, mm -hmm. I did find that I acted out. It was in other ways, but behavior wise, I was never, um, a troubled child or anything like that, um, attention seeking in certain ways, you know, to where I would just, uh, you know, grow up being that problem child and causing my mom to, to uh, have to do things to come and look out for me, like school. You know, I never did anything like that. But I didn't realize, though, until my adult life that I was bothered. Mm -hmm. my, my life did not go like I thought it should have. Um, because from the jump, there was a feeling of rejection. Mm -hmm. When my mom, when I was old enough, I realized my mom wasn't telling me things about my father because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't age appropriate yet. And so she just gave me little by little as I grew up. And I was um, very inquisitive. Like I always asked questions. I had every reason to. I didn't look like anybody else in my family. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the love was not different. The love that I gave or the love that I received, it was equal. But I knew that there was something different about me. And so I would just go on questions after questions after questions. And then as I got older, I then realized that my mom had an opportunity to take me to my father. I was, I was about nine months old. And she had the opportunity to take me to him so that we could meet. Um, and I didn't find this, find this out until later on in my life. But she never went. So it did let me know that my father knew about me. And he was probably just as excited to see me, you know, as I would today to see him. But she never showed up. Now, she didn't show up. And my question to her was, why, mom? Why? And she didn't because she had fear in her that fear 
in her that his family would take me from her, you know. Now, I couldn't be mad or upset with her because that wasn't my life. And she was being that mother, that protective mother, you know, protecting her child. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so that never took place. So here I am, I'm growing up um, as a child, um, black sheep of the family, you know, pretty much not really knowing who I am from the jump, you know, not having truth, not having uh, answers, rejection, you know, dealing with rejection at that age, dealing with also fear, um, not necessarily my fear, but my mom's fear, yeah. you know, that, that transferred. Mm -hmm. And so all of these different, over time, all of these different um, uh, emotions started setting in um, as I grew my belief system for myself changed, you know, um, I felt like Everything that I did, I needed uh, an account for. I needed for somebody to tell me that it was good enough. You know, I needed for somebody to tell me um, that my hair was perfect or yeah. uh, I needed somebody to tell me. I, I mean, I was so indecisive about myself. Yeah. I was so uncertain about myself. Like so many different feelings and emotions just started kicking in and I don't care what anybody said about me positive, mm -hmm. how great it was. I just could not believe that for myself. Yeah. I would look in the mirror. I didn't have a problem with agreeing with what I saw because I could see that. Yeah. I could look in the mirror and, and I could see that, you know, my makeup is done right today. My hair is done right today. Or when I'm completely dressed and I'm looking at, you know, how, I'm dressed, okay, this 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 fit is put together, you know, very well. You're gonna walk out this door. And I would walk out with my head up high. Nobody could really tell throughout my entire life that internally I was struggling, mm -hmm. like big time, big time. My husband, my biggest supporter, oh God, I love him. I wish he could be on the line to hear all of this, but he knows all mm -hmm. of this. Um, but he has really helped, you know, he's, he's helped me through, but, Y'all, I tell you, it. my life didn't like start to change. I didn't realize until I uh, I was uh, working in the Mary Kay business and we had a retreat. We went out to uh, the lake and we had a retreat somewhere. And um, there came a point where we had like a, a, a summit. And at this summit, we had to take um, these rocks and a pen, like this uh, paint pen. And basically we had to write on this rock the lie that we've lived all of our life and that we tell ourselves, not yeah. that other people tell us, but that we tell ourselves. And I sat there for a second, heck, I almost didn't know what to put. Like, this is what, you know, um, validation will, will do for you. You just, you don't know, you really don't know anything about yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I said, and I said, God, what is it? And just plain as day, before I could even think, I was, well, I was writing as I was thinking, and it was, I'm not good enough. And then I remember tears just rolling down because I had never, I had never heard myself say that. Yeah. So writing that on that rock was saying that to myself so I could actually see it, you know, cause I told you I don't have a problem with what I feel like I see. Yeah. And so I saw it and I looked at it and I thought, 
it's just just what I really think about me. Right. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not me. I'm not good enough. Right. But I had to see it. It had to come from here to being put down right before me, because in here it was eating me up and I couldn't deal with it because I didn't know what I didn't know what I was doing. And so at that moment, we had to take that rock. We all gathered and we just had our moment of throwing all of these lines in the lake, you know, out in this in this water and drowning and burying, you know, um, did it go away after that? No. <laughs> no. no, you know, too many times. No, too many times. You know, we 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 gather uh, at conferences and um, you know whatever in our circles and right and uh, connect groups and all this, and we have these little assignments to do. But no, it didn't change. Like work had to be done. You know, it didn't just go from throwing this away. Like now, you have to. Um, you have to change your belief system, you know? And so I still didn't even really know how to do that, you know? And so I would just learn to go in and study more and try to find my way through, like change um, um, my friend's circle and, and, and say to myself, you're this and you're that, you know? But it still took me some time. And so I never found out any, you know, answers about my father. My mom came forth a little bit more, you know, just throughout my life. Because let me tell you, who was gonna be on Ricky Lake was me. And <laughs> not Ricky Lake, not Ricky Lake, right? She went all the way back because that's how long I've been seeking. You know, when when I mean. I've been seeking for a very long time for just truth and answers about my father and why my life, you know, um, just even finding me. And so my mom, what I told her, I told her, I said, hey, mama, look, um, I want to go on Ricky Lake. Like, we got to find this man. This is just, you know, this is just eating me up. But I, all of this time went by and I didn't know, though, that my mom herself was not at peace hmm. in the situation at all. And she had her reasons and I didn't know. It's just, I was pushing, I was pushing, I was pushing. So she was having to give me information because I was pushing and I was pushing. So finally she got to a place to where she had to come to peace with you know herself between her and God. And then I found, and God bless my mom. So she's not here anymore, but um, God has given me peace because she, herself has um, basically, she herself had gave me um, the green, you know, the, the green light to go forth and do whatever I need to do to find, because now we've had so many different um, uh, platforms like uh, Ancestry.com and 23 Me and all of this. But she came to me one day and she told me that God had given her peace. The reason why she had so many they are what they are. Lies. She fed me so many different lies. Lies was because she wasn't for sure who my father was. She knew he was a white man. She just didn't know which one. Yeah. Okay. And so she couldn't tell me that as a kid. But Lord. she received her peace 
over that before she left. And she said God gave her confirmation on who it was. And it really wasn't easy to uh, distinguish because out of the two men, one of them was short and blonde and the other one was tall and dark features. So <laughs> nothing about me has nobody's shortness or blonde features. So we're just going to go with the other one, you know, which was who she said my father was in the first place. But so I just went out my entire life um, feeling like I didn't know who I was. I was afraid of rejection. Um, that would keep me from going forth and doing anything. Mm-hmm. I would, I had thoughts of doing things, but rejection met me there. Yeah. So before I even took one step into doing anything, rejection just automatically, you know, fear of rejection just auto- automatically blocked everything that I was trying to go forth and do. So a lot of stuff in my life has really just been, you know, put off. But um, even in just talking to people, I realized that I just thought I was just a real friendly person. Never meet a stranger, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so for people in my life, I felt like I was just letting them know that their opinion of me mattered. I didn't really realize what I was doing was I was giving them power over me. Mm-hmm. And I was telling them that your opinion of me matters more than my opinion of my own self. That's I didn't even really have an opinion of, my, opinion of myself, you know. So here I am basically giving my life away, giving my value away to people um, and just replacing it for their opinions, their opinions of me. Wow. Wow. And then you know what the thing is, is that a lot of us are very um, in validation, whether, you know, um, that's not my story. My story Mm -hmm. is that, you know, my dad was uh, in the military and he went when he was 18 years old. And um, coming back home, he came back a different person. He came back a person on drugs. Mm-hmm. And so my rejection was what I what I thought my rejection was, is that my dad chose drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. in the street life over me. But he never chose that. And so I lived in uh, this space for many years because um, because I didn't have the answer. I, my mind created an answer for me, mm-hmm. but it still caused me to um, to seek validation and wanting to um, w- wanting wanted me to count in somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. And while you were talking, I was, you know, a lot of times um, validation doesn't come from us acting out like doing drugs or right. being out in the street. Some most of the times, our validation comes from relationships, That's mm-hmm. right. and so we yoke up with the wrong people. Mm-hmm. We want acceptance from the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Usually it's the people that really don't treat us right. That's it's right. the people that don't really respect us, but we yearn for their validation for whatever mm-hmm. reason or for whatever we see in them. And I had I spent years and years and years wanting a certain certain people to support me. Some mm-hmm. people, certain people to have my back, certain people to say that, hey, you did a good job. And I never, I never to this day, I never got it from those people. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. And so as I grew in God, I started realizing that um that the only validation I ever needed was God. When I accepted my call to be a preacher, I remember my oldest brother giving me advice. And he told me, he said, sis, you're only preaching to one audience. Mm. And I was like, what? He said, you're only preaching to one audience. He said, God is the center of everything that you do. So when you preach, you're not preaching to the people. They might they might experiences, but your encounter is with God. 
So right. you're, you only have one audience. And I, and, and at that moment, I realized that all this time I've been trying to make sure that, you know, what I say, you know, is acceptable mm -hmm. to people mm -hmm. and, and, and being a preacher and being in ministry and being on your calling, you got to, you have to get to a point where it don't matter if they like it or not. You just have right. to know that you know, that you know, that you know, that right. God is the one that sent you. Another right. thing that I thought about when you mm -hmm. was talking is that um, it's been like a couple of years now, like really after my dad died, you know, I was at your church one time and I was seeking God because I was I was in a situation where I needed God. That's that day I had just ran, they even opened up the altar. I just ran to the altar. <laughs> but I was in a place where I was thirsty for God. I needed right. God. And so um, my friend had been Regina had been telling me about um, the prayer, the prayer mountain. And I was I really wanted to go. And the first day that we went, it was so powerful. God came in and he just he he touched all of us. He wasn't no big eyes and uh, and little eyes. It was all little eyes. And God was the big eye. He was in control. And when Carla was praying after we had been weeping and crying and, you know, just all just laying it all out to God, she said something that to this day, it breaks me down. Mm -hmm. While she was praying, she said, God has always been enough. Mm -hmm. And it broke me down because all this time we spend, we spend on people. Yeah. When God mm -hmm. was there the whole time and everything that we needed to fill ourselves up for those mm -hmm. voids that we had mm -hmm. in our life, right. he was there to fill those things. And we didn't even know that he was enough. Yeah. 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 That's and so true. when we get to this place in our life and we see that we need all this validation, mm -hmm. we have to really just look in that situation and say, God, and tell ourselves, God, you're enough. Mm -hmm. Everything I need is in you. Mm -hmm. Everything that I need. Yeah. I don't, my father is no longer here. Yeah. So now I need a father. Amen. He's a father to the fatherless. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's all I need. I don't need any validation for anybody but God. Amen. He's the one that fills us. He's the one that calls us. He is the one that gives us purpose. He is the one that, that come and show us our destiny. No one else can feel it. And we think if we have certain things and mm -hmm. certain people in our life that it'll be enough. And we come to find those things. When I did get close to my dad, when mm -hmm. our relationship was healed and God was in the midst of it and you could feel the love that I was always there, but you know, everything, the hurt, the pain, the disappointment, all those things was covering up the real love. But when God came in the middle of it, he all removed right. all that stuff out of the way. And all we needed was God from the beginning. He was yeah. our validation. Wow. He was everything that we needed. So I don't wow. know who's listening tonight. I don't know what you've gone through in your life. Uh, it's a lot of us that have gone through some things, and I'm pretty sure Demisha gonna share some things that she's gone mm -hmm. through. Um, Delana already shared her; I just shared mine. But if I could tell you anything tonight, if I can share you anything tonight, if I can tell you how to get out of these ungodful, ungodly relationship, right. if I can tell you to unyoke un yourself with these people you didn't got yoked up to, because yeah. they draining you, I'll tell you that God is enough. Yeah. That's what I would tell you. Yeah. God is enough. He's all that you need. People try to tell you that's not all you need. That's a lie. God is all you need. 
He mm-hmm. might give you resources, but he's the source. He's yes, all he that you want. Right. That's it. Yeah, you know, Delana, I like when you said that, you know, people are waiting on a mass hero a mass hero. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us, you know, whether it's validation or not, we're looking for someone to come save us. And mm-hmm. I really like masked hero because you know. You watch, you know, Superman's and the Batman, Batman, and people have this distorted um, belief that, you know, somebody or something is going to change their situation. Mm -hmm. It's falsehood. Yeah. And so when I read it, I'm thinking, you know, the hero is Christ. Mm -hmm. So he's been with us the whole time Mm -hmm. and we're looking for someone else that we can see. It's a, sometimes it's about what, what people can physically see and that's what breaks us down. It's because mm-hmm. sometimes we we want to hold somebody. We want to cry on somebody's shoulder. Like you said, we want someone to tell us that you're enough and we, we mm-hmm. want somebody. But Christ is steady saying you're enough. You are. Yeah. That's right. That's, that's, that is so true. That is so true. And Mikey, you said uh, about, you know, him, you said about God being enough. I was uh, last week, um, doing some things in the room and um, just the words came to my mind. I have all that I need because you are all that I need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the spirit himself spoke, you know, through me, I have all that I need because he is all that I need. Everything that I need is in him. So mm-hmm. in turn, this is what he's doing for me as I, you know, transition from sitting at the seat of rejection to now sitting in the seat of acceptance. Amen. And that only comes from the father. So yeah. basically coming away from all of that or anything that we struggle with, any bondage that we struggle with, it's, um, you know, knowing where your acceptance comes from. And then you go to that place. Because that's exactly where you're going to get. You're going to get all of that um, versus, as we just said, Demisha, and not um, the false, you know, the, the falsehood of it all. Yeah. And so it was um, me redirecting that uh, search because we are talking about seeking validation. So it was redirecting that search, you know, that made all the difference and, and it's still making the difference in my life because. I'm talking about years, my entire life of this to now coming out of, you know, so this is not going to happen overnight for any of us. It's a a journey going through and it's going to be a journey coming out, you know? And so um, basically that's where I am, you know, with that now. And so that's going to take, um, you know, there are things that have to be done like, uh, first of all, stop caring what everybody else thinks. Yeah, yeah. Easier yeah. said than done, but it's it's very simple. Yeah. Just stop caring, you know, um, what everybody else thinks. Um, don't give your power and your value away to man. Man didn't create us. Yeah. Man had nothing to do with our existence. You know, so be careful not to start. You know, shift not to give these, not to give man your power. Um, Self validate yourself. You know, you got to start telling yourself, not what you feel about yourself, but tell yourself first and foremost what God says about you and how he feels about you. You know, um, we are his daughters. 
we are queens. You know, we have crowns um, yeah. and just the things that, you know, he does. We're, we're heir to the thrones. Yeah. You know, we've been adopted into the kingdom. Yeah. I know at times I felt like an orphan, but then I learned, well, why are you feeling like an orphan? You were adopted into the kingdom. Yeah. yeah. So this was all made possible through his son. Um, also, you know, change your belief system and then hold your yourself accountable for the things that you now believe about yourself. You yeah. know, so that means now what's going to happen is you got to stop the blame game. It's, it's, it's no more about what mama did. Yeah. It's no more about what daddy did, you know, because my entire life I have lived that. And my entire life I've had to tell someone, um, which I didn't realize, uh, it was almost like a form of manipulation and I didn't know it. I was having to relive my life to someone to tell them and justify why I am the way I am, mm -hmm. you know. You know, why? Well, I don't know why it's so hard for me to make decisions. I don't know why I can't just choose so and so. I don't know why, you know, well, my daddy and I didn't know, you know. So it's just time out for all of that. Once I help start, you know, once you start holding yourself accountable for your own beliefs, your new beliefs, um, you have to let everything about the past go in that way that somebody else did. Now, does that change your past? No, no. Right. Your past, that's your life. You know, that's the life that you live. And that's going to always be your story. It's just that you will no longer be held bound or captive by that story. You now own this story. I like that. Now, this is the story now that you are using to help free other people, you know. And so um, before I go any further, did you, you guys have any questions? Uh, I like that or you, anything? you gave. I like the fact that you was giving steps to get unburied um mm -hmm. how to get unburied under all this 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 chaos because okay. it's chaotic mm -hmm. to be to to have to have validation for people that don't even most of the times and this is what we got to really realize most of the time people don't have it all together like you think they have it all together See. That picture is just pretty, baby. Yeah, yeah. that's all it is. Every that picture is pretty. Day, you know, people might say, "Oh, you, you, you do this, Mikey." And you look mm -hmm. at her. No, <laughs> every day, every day, every day, every day, I have to get up and make a decision. Choose this day. Choose. Choose yes. this day. I have to every choose. day. I have to get up and I have to choose. This day, I got mm -hmm. to say, I got to talk to myself too. I had to encourage myself too. I had to, you know, I, I was mm -hmm. feeling a certain kind of way today, you know, going to yeah. the mailbox and, you know, yeah. uh, being sick and not seeing the results I want to see. I, I've been here right. before. I've right. been in a place where I hadn't had, I hadn't seen the results that I wanted to see on paper, but yeah. I, 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 I was feeling some kind of way. So I had to get mm -hmm. out of that mood. And, mm -hmm. and so speaking to myself, yeah, it might say something on the paper, but look, you you can walk, you can talk, um, you exercising, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'll swole up on the medicine. Like I had mm -hmm. to start reminding myself that I might not be where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be, you know, mm -hmm. and start thinking mm -hmm. for what, where he's brought me from mm -hmm. because I could be in a wheelchair. And I right. could be sicker than what I am, and my kidneys could be failing, and this, all these other things that yeah. have went wrong and, and, and went wrong all at the same time. But then I had to start thinking about, okay, God, I thank you. I mm -hmm. thank you even in the midst yeah. of it. I don't look like what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. 
So I have to, I don't need, I, I didn't need anybody. To, so that's the part where you start maturing. Yeah, and yeah. you don't need nobody to, to incite you or to give you information about yourself because now I realize everything that I didn't learn thus far is to help me get to where I'm at right now. And so what I'm going right. to do is take everything that God been showing me in his word to remind me that all sickness not unto death, mm -hmm. that he's still Jehovah Jireh. He's still a moment again. He's gone from city to city and town to town, healing those um, that need healing. He's still mm -hmm. in the deliverance building. He, uh, Benson, he's still doing all the things that he promised us that he gonna do in spite of what we might feel because it's not based on how I feel. So I like the fact that you start breaking down. This is what I need to do to get yeah. out of this situation. This is the mm -hmm. thing that I need to do to change my mindset because if I don't change how I think about myself and yeah. I don't think I don't change how I, I think that people can give me, then I'll always be here. Mm -hmm. so I love mm -hmm. that. I love that because that's important. We have to yeah. we have to now and write down this stuff so that we can see where we need to go from now. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah. And you know what I had to do, Mikey? I actually had to learn how to create ways and opportunities for me to yeah. change myself. Like, seriously, taking my simple thing where I would normally call somebody on for their opinion or mm -hmm. what they should do. I just started having to create ways for me to tell myself, give yeah. my own self an opportunity to answer, you know, for myself. That's simple, simple stuff. What yeah. am I going to wear today? I don't need to bring my daughter in here for her to tell me when I put this on and I look at the two or the three, let me be the one to make this decision. Although she is a fashion bug and that's what she loves to do. And I value you know, her as, as my stylist, but I had to create my own ways for me to be satisfied with what I thought about myself and what I was going to do with myself. That's good. That's good. Not asking anyone, right. well, how, how do I look, you know, right, right now? And mm -hmm. so for me, I wanted to, to say that when you're talking about validation, it makes me think that the validation is the cap, the person that captured you hmm. or captures hmm. us. And it, mm -hmm. it, it makes me think about a blog I wrote um, probably three or more years ago called Stockholm Syndrome. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes, you know, the thing that it is, is keeping the thing that is keeping us in prison, the bars can even be the prison bars can even be open. But we mm -hmm. won't walk out because, because we're going to move. Right. Because now yeah. we've been held captive so long and manipulated in those situations that we believe what the capture has told us. Mm -hmm. So when we continue to believe in validation and what validation is, is telling us and making us feel, it's like if we don't seek, like you say, if we don't seek God and we don't find we don't find the process to come up out of it. We'll just mm -hmm. steady sitting, sit in that empty cell with the door wide open. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So and I, not really realizing that I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, just listening to what you're saying that you and you're not even realizing that um, we're offending God when we do that. Absolutely, yeah. because Absolutely. we're giving people what belongs to Him. Yes. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, the whole ride. We're giving people what belongs to Him. But, you know, I, in the prayer before we came on, I was thanking God for grace and mercy. And I actually woke up thinking about this um, grace and mercy. Mikey, you were just talking about that. That's basically grace and mercy, you know. 
just thanking God for his grace, for giving us what we don't deserve. Yeah. Thanking him for his mercy, for keeping us from what we do deserve. Yeah. You know, and I heard that a long time ago, put in that, um, you know, I, I heard that grace and mercy were like twins, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but grace keeps us from getting it. And, and I have to learn to let that resonate. Great, grace gives me what I don't deserve. I ain't worthy. Mm. Yeah. But his grace gives me everything and beyond yeah. what I need. Mercy. God knows. I ain't the best. But I don't always get what I deserve for not being the best, for not being yeah. good. It keeps me from that. And only God can do that for us. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Man, man can't say so what I'm saying. We're giving the we're giving power to the wrong to the wrong being. We're giving it to the human being and not, you know, and not the spiritual being. So yeah, I you know, once realizing these things and you know, internally um and processing it, it, it has helped me you know, along the way right. to realize, like you said, this is just straight bondage, you know, yeah. and yeah. I don't have to live in this place. Yeah. I can choose, as Mikey said, to have my mind changed and believe what God says about me, that I am accepted just the way I am because yeah. he created me. Nothing <laughs> about me, nothing that I've ever done, nothing that I can ever do will yeah. ever separate yeah. me from the love of God. Yeah. There is yeah. no greater love. Yeah. I want to use an example of my nephew and you were talking about your dad and you know your dad was white and you didn't get an opportunity to see him and it you felt rejected. And so my youngest nephew is a um he he's adopted. He was adopted and he has two brothers that we're not adopted, so they're still here. And my mm-hmm. sister let her cousin adopt him. So um, he's continually, um, I think he's 25 now, he, mm-hmm. he's still searching for validation. You know, yeah. he, he's, he felt rejected. And like you said, he couldn't figure out who he was because he couldn't understand why me, but those two you kept. So what's mm. wrong with me? Why you had to give me, me up? Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. the his Misty, who was on her earlier this year, is who adopted him, and she was actually adopted. And they had two different views on adoption, and hers was that she was so grateful that somebody adopted her, and you know that she didn't have to grow up like some oh. of these others. She was grateful, and I, and you know, it just hit me right now. The difference, and she couldn't understand why Deontay wasn't grateful to what happened, but it just hit me right now. The difference is she was adopted and she didn't, she had no attachment to her previous life. Yeah. My nephew was raised with us until he was like four. So he knew where he came from. He had exactly. been with the people where he came from, and now he's around what he don't know, yeah. still thinking about where he came from. And wow. so, it it was unfair for him, but mm-hmm. in all honesty, what he was thinking was unfair was actually a blessing. He's been yeah. able to see the world. Mm-hmm. He's been able to do so much that he wouldn't have an opportunity. He wouldn't have had them opportunities, and now he may be able to look on his two look at his two brothers and say, 
oh, I was saying why you chose them, but I was blessed because you chose me to let somebody adopt me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it always looked like it's better on the other side. Yeah. Um, I remember my dad telling me, because, you know, we talked about everything. My dad was real cool. My dad is really a loving person. Like, he's mushy. My mom is not. She's not a mushy person. Mm-hmm. Um, she's softened over the years, but my dad is like a love, he, he'll kiss on and hug on you and stuff. And so, um, I remember that my, my dad was saying to me, he said, well, I just didn't want you to be around all the stuff that I was doing, which mm-hmm. I still was, um, with my stepdaddy, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he thought he was doing me a favor for not allowing me to come in the mix where he was so messed up. Cause not only did my dad do drugs, but my dad was m- messed up mentally about, right. you know, for what he experienced in the war. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, all that stuff don't come, uh, mm-hmm. don't make sense when, you know, when you're trying to figure out where you belong and why this and why that and why mm-hmm. this and why that. And I said this to say this to somebody that's listening, stop making up your own stories. That's right. keeping you buried in validation. Mm-hmm. Stop making up your own story. If you're going to get the story, get the truth. Right. I spent a lot of years listening to what I thought was the truth. Your own In validation. Mm-hmm. And so find out the truth. And if you can't find the truth, don't make up no truth. Right. Let it be less if you really, you just don't know. You just right. don't know. And so what happened is that we try to we try to fill those questions up with what we think happened and what we feel like happened instead of the truth. And so mm-hmm. then we end up hurting ourselves even more because we didn't took on something that that feels right and and, and, and and actually close up the voids, but still don't make us feel better. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? So it hurts mm-hmm. us even more. And I think that a lot of times we hurt ourselves as well when we pick our own stories. Amen. Mm-hmm. But, when I, but when I when I really got my, my story, I was enabled to bless my story. I mean, mm-hmm. I was enabled to embrace my story. My yeah. story was a blessing to me. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to look at it and it, it came with all kinds of stuff. It came with drama. It came with uh, death. It came with suspense. It came with all the things that make a good movie. And what mm-hmm. I found out was I had the best love story ever created outside of Jesus Christ. Yeah, It was my story. It belonged to me. And it had real love in there and it had real validation and it had real acceptance. But I wasn't able to embrace that until I had, I had let go what I had taught myself to believe. Mm-hmm. Amen. A lot of mm-hmm. us is teaching ourselves to believe our story and we really mm-hmm. don't know our story. Mm-hmm. And it's all come from us trying to be, trying to validate stuff. Stop trying wow. to validate everything. <clears throat> and answer yeah. every question. You can't. Mm-hmm. Some things don't have questions. Some uh, mm-hmm. don't have answers. You right. know? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and for us to know. It's not for mm-hmm. us to know. It's in Deuteronomy. Mm-hmm. Um, God told them, hey, if I reveal the mystery, you teach that to your generation. You teach that to your children's children, your children's children. And the secret things, the secret things belong to God. Mm-hmm. All right. The yeah. secret things. It's some stuff in our life that we will never get the answer to. The yeah. secret things belong to God. So stop yeah. staying up all night. Stop replaying your life over and over and over and over and over till you cannot move forward. Mm-hmm. You can't even Man. do what you've been called to do because you're still thinking about 
a story that you don't even have the answer to. Mm-hmm. Right, or you made up. That you made up. Yeah. And so that'll keep you in uh, buried in validation. I was ba- I was buried for years. I wanted people to accept me. I wanted people to tell me that I was doing a good job. I yeah. found out that all I really needed was Jesus. Only mm-hmm. reason why I moved forward is because all I needed was Jesus. I didn't have a mm-hmm. lot of hand claps. I didn't have mm-hmm. no, you're doing a good job. I had people that was saying all kind of stuff and doing all kind of stuff. But you know what? I used that opportunity to push me because it's something about me that the enemy don't want me to move forward. Know that mm-hmm. about yourself. Anytime mm-hmm. he's trying to bury you alive, it's something about you that he don't want you to move forward. It's something mm-hmm. that he, he know that God is trying to do in your life that he's trying to, because you know what? We're alive when we being buried. We ain't buried. Well, right. validation, you being buried alive. Right. Yeah. Somebody's throwing dirt on you and you still breathing. Mm-hmm. You're allowing the enemy to use people in circumstances and situations to bury you alive. Amen. Mm-hmm. And you and got the enemy. I think mm-hmm. the enemy get a glimpse of what God has for you Absolutely. and what he can do through you. And he's trying Absolutely. to stop it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I thought God couldn't do for nothing sure. with a girl like me. I didn't think God could take a little girl from the hood. Um, uh, that tie tongue and, and mm-hmm. extra, and you know, come from all different walks of life behind me. Uh, a, a, a bad uh, family on this side, and a, a bad family on this side. When I talk about bad, I'm talking about the lifestyle that we had and mm-hmm. that we have in our family. And he right. could take me and put me in a place where people could listen to me talk about how he delivered me, and he Amen. could sit me in a room where people could see that this thing was real. Delana know me for real, mm-hmm. for real. She mm-hmm. know all the things that he delivered me from. She know the old Mikey. She don't know. She she just don't know the new Mikey. Some people just know the mm-hmm. new Mikey, but she can mm-hmm. go back and she can talk about the old. Oh, Mikey, why? How he really changed me? This this ain't no game. He really changed right, me. Right, he right, right. Really took me from where he, I thought I could never be taken from, and did something with me. And he's still right. doing something for me. He's still Amen. changing me every day. Every Amen. day, God is changing me because I'm putting my I'm putting myself in a position in God's hand and say, Hey, do what you want to do. I know I, I might be scared to move forward. I know mm-hmm. it's an uncomfortable feeling because, you know, we get comfortable in wanting people to give us validation. We get comfortable mm-hmm. taking people with us. And, and, and when you start walking with God, he'll lead you by yourself because he don't need nobody around you because nobody's going to get his glory. You've been giving his glory away all this time trying to get validation. That's and God is saying, no, no more glory belongs to your people. No, no more glory belongs to these unfruitful relationships. But I'm going to mm-hmm. get the glory because now I'm going to lead you by yourself. You can't take nobody where I'm going to get you yeah you in this situation and you fighting for your life because mm-hmm. i need you to be there so i'll be the one that brings you out because if i mm-hmm. allow other people to help you pull up your bootstrap then they're gonna think he, they did it for you and you're gonna depend on them and i need you to depend on me god is needing somebody to depend on them today yeah. I don't know who it is, but you've been depending on people too long. And God said, it's time for you to start depending on the person that's going to bring you out of your situation. We right. stuck because we stuck with people. But if you get that's stuck right. with God, watch God drag you by. You know what? God is a grave digger. There you go. There you go. He's a grave digger. <laughs> that's, that's real. And, I, you know, when you just said what you said, confirmation is that the other day I was praying and. I got out the shower and so I'm it's just this feeling of okay, I'm in a place where I just feel alone. And and it's like that moment I realized that God said, 
okay, you've come to a point on this path that nobody can come with you. No one is able to walk in this door once you open it you have to leave everybody behind like when you go to the doctor sometimes and you bring somebody with you but when the doctor calls you they're like oh no you have to stay in the waiting room mm -hmm. so i feel like i don't open the door and i'm on the other side of the door and now mm -hmm. this is my battle i'm fighting for my life but it i don't it's nobody around me that can say Oh, I'm fighting with you. Even though people are praying for you, they're not in that arena with you. You're in yeah, that arena mm -hmm. by yourself with God and you're fighting the enemy. Yeah. And that's exactly yeah. where he wants you to be. He don't want you to feel like you got a tag team and you got to hit somebody's hand and then mm -hmm. they jump in the arena and then they take over for you. It's just some places and some times we're going to be in that arena all alone. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Guess what you end up seeing when you're in that arena? You don't see okay. everybody. You know who you see? You see the mirror of yourself. You mm -hmm. got the fight what's in you because that's right. what's stopping you. It's the mm -hmm. it's the rejection and the abandonment, the, the, the hurt person in you that you see when mm -hmm. God removed everybody out of the way, when he mm -hmm. started taking people out of your circle, just temporary because he, he mm -hmm. he's trying to teach you to depend on him. But when right. you leave that ring, the only person you be in there fighting is yourself. Everything that you done said about yourself, everything right. that you took and added on to yourself, God is saying, I'm going to let you see yourself because this is the person that you've been fighting all this time. This yeah. is the person that's stopping you. It's not the enemy out there. It's the enemy in me. Enemy. Yeah. Yeah. The mm -hmm. enemy. Yeah. It's the one mm -hmm. that you fight. Mm -hmm. And it's a continual Indeed. fight. You might leave that ring and have to go right back in there again. It's, it's like I, I remember when I said one time, this ain't a battle that you're going to win and think it's over. You mm -hmm. might have to keep fighting that opponent. Absolutely. That's true. You, you go to different levels. When you That's when true. you when God deliver you out of this and you, you won this over yeah. here, it's time for you to move up because you're growing. Yeah. You're not yeah. going, but you're growing through things. Yeah. And right. each time you yeah. grow, it's uncomfortable. Every time God pulls you on another level, it's uncomfortable. When he pulls yeah. you out of your comfort zone, it's uncomfortable. And so mm -hmm. we get scared and we start asking people for their advice. We start asking people to give it. No, God said, I'm going to take you. I'm going to lead you. Yeah. You don't need nobody else. Mm -hmm. All you need. I am enough. Yeah. I am enough. That's yes. good. Yes, indeed. So, Delima, if you're going to close with us today, what would you close? What would you tell somebody on today? Or did God give you something to close on today? Yeah. Um, you know what? I don't even know um, male or female on the line today. It is time to stop looking for acceptance and start living in acceptance. You were accepted the very day you were put here on this earth. Yes, yes. What are we looking for? Just start living it. Know your worth and know that your worth is not based on someone else's opinion or acceptance of you. The way that you know your worth, you connect with God himself, the one who created you. Yeah. When you were created, you were created with value. Yeah. That's what God does. The value is already in us. Yes. We go through life struggles. No, everybody's struggle is not the same. Mikey, you explained yours was, you know, a little different. Denisha, for your uh, nephew, I believe. Um, it's different. But we all have struggles. Yeah. Every last one of us. 
the only answer to that struggle is Jesus himself. Yeah. We have to reconnect. If we've been connected and disconnected, we have to reconnect. If you've never been there, you know, then connect with Jesus. Get to know him. Get to yeah. know you through him. Because that's the real you. And you have to start believing what he says about you and not what others have to say about you. And the truth of the matter is that he says that you are perfect. To him, you are good. Yeah. When he created on the seventh day, he sat back and he chilled and he said, this here is good. Yeah. Yes. He made no mistakes and nothing that he did. Come on. And we are his greatest creation. We are the only ones can, that can give him or who was designed to give him what he needs or what he wants from us. Yeah. Yeah. And it is the glory. Yeah. You know, and that glory comes from our everyday lives. Amen. You mentioned about being, you know, him being a grave, a grave digger. Yeah. And that's why I said this, you, you're buried in a grave with all of this stuff on top of you, all of this chaos, all of this noise, all of this disbelief, um, all of this hurt and pain and struggle. And over time, you'll realize that you're breaking free as you continue to do and move in his ways and believe his thoughts, you know, of you, Jeremiah 29 and 11. He knows the thoughts. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. lean and depend on him. Break through. And know in God's eyes, the one who made you, you are enough. We're good, babies. We're enough. Amen. Amen. Yeah, Amen. Yeah. Thank you Very so welcome. much for coming on here. Thank you for this testimony about being buried in validation and um, giving us nuggets on how to get out of this thing, how to hold ourselves accountable um, right. because we're fighting against ourselves. Um, yeah. Thank you for just your presence, your spirit, your love, your passion. Um, thank you for just coming. Yeah. Thank y'all. I love y'all. Thank you for I your did. story too, your testimony. Um, because you you could have just came on and gave nuggets. You could have gave mm -hmm. a process of step one, two, three, but you shared a story and you shared a, a transparent story. And I think yeah. that when we're transparent and through our testimonies, that that's somebody else they don't know Jesus, that's their path. They can only recognize your story when they don't yeah. know Jesus. So your story is what leads them to need to trust in. Mm -hmm. So I think that's yeah. so amazing that you were transparent enough to tell your your story, your whole yeah. story. Yeah, well, thank you. I, I really know no other way to be. And I know this was the way God built me up. Mm -hmm. um, it was never a problem for me to open up my mouth and speak truth. Uh, about myself right. because that's one thing I am for sure about mm -hmm. is my own truth. Yeah, I'm not yeah. telling lies on anybody because I'm talking to you about me. Yeah. You know, now every, everything doesn't come across that way because a lot of things can be shameful, you know, and, and we're afraid to share that because we're afraid of what somebody else may say about us, but you're yeah. right. We may be the only Jesus that somebody may know. Yeah. Yeah. And Jesus was never masked up. Never. 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 Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just so enjoyed this lesson. I was sitting here yeah. thinking and I was thinking about somebody that might be just so far gone and um, maybe um, having a Lazarus experience where mm -hmm. not only are you buried, but mm -hmm. they didn't put you behind a tomb. Yeah, and I just wanted good. to put you yeah. Uh, someone today that Jesus know you by your name. 
and we listen to Tasha Cobb and uh, and she sing a song. He knows my name, and I'm. Mm-hmm. A, I, I pray that God, um, that God call your name so that you don't have to continue any more years in this unhappy, miserable place. Mm-hmm. That you can live your life the way that God has designed you to live your life. That He come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And so whoever it is, I know there's a lot of people that's, that that hide and mask up because they don't want nobody to know the truth. But I know how hard it is. Oh, I, I've lived it. I know, oh. how, I know how hard it is. And you don't have to stay here because once he called your name, those grave clothes have to come off. It, it has to release you. And so um, you guys be blessed. We thank um, Delana for just uh, a wonderful testimony. Amen. The Bible says People will be saved by the word, by the blood of the lamb and by the word of a testimony. And we pray that that will go forward and accomplish what God sent it out to do. Yeah. We know that she's here by divine arrangement. It's not an accident that she came on today. Mm-hmm. It's not an accident that she shared her story. And so we want to thank God for just orchestrating everything in his perfect and divine way that he always do. He never, he never let us down. He always exceed our expectations. And so we're going to go ahead and pray. We're going to close out. Um, who want to pray? Lana, you want to pray us out? Sure, I will. I think y'all just want to keep hearing me talk. <laughs> <laughs> they made me pray in the beginning, y'all. I know. We <laughs> did pray out. <laughs> well, I just also want to thank everybody that's um, here on today as well. And I, I hope that uh, my testimony was one that will help make a change or bring a change in your life. Um, if not in your life, then prayerfully in somebody else's life that you may know. Um, but I'm pretty sure that something was said um, today during this podcast from myself, Mike, or Denisha that has gone forth and it's already manifesting uh, within your heart. And things are changing as we speak. And Father, we just want to come once again, Lord God. Uh, you have brought us to the end time of... Um, this moment, Lord God, that you have brought us together with one another to just give you glory, Lord. Um, not just us here, uh, here on the screen, Lord God, but those who have chimed in on tonight, Heavenly Father. We thank you for the word just getting out and the invite getting out and for touching the hearts of those who accepted the invite to share this moment with us, oh God. We praise your holy name, oh God. We thank you, Lord God, that we don't have to stay the way that we are, Lord, that you sent your son, Jesus, God, and he paid it all. Um, for us to have life and have life abundantly in him, Lord God. And all to him we owe, Heavenly Father. So we just ask, Lord God, that you would um, go forth, Heavenly Father, with everyone here on tonight, God. Um, and, and just like from this day forward, from tonight, tomorrow, Lord God, if we are given the gift of life on tomorrow, Lord God, that we can take something that was said on tonight, Lord, that would bring about a change for our lives on tomorrow, Lord God. Lord God. And that um, just each day that goes by, Lord God, if there are those that are here, felt like their burden validation, Lord, that you would just do your work, Heavenly Father, and just uh, just take the sand, the grains of the sand, God, um, yes. just off the grave. We know that you are a grave digger, as I might be saying, Lord God, and we know that you're working, God, and you're making that that low lighter, Lord God. It's easier for us, Lord God, to walk in the truth, God, and that is that we are good enough in you, Heavenly Father. Have your way in each and every one of us, Lord God. Stir up the gifts inside of us, Heavenly Father, that we may be about the business at hand, Lord God not being concerned about what anybody else has to say about us, God, because we know that you have you and you have all that we need, Lord God. Therefore, we have all that we need. We bless your holy name. Amen. 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 So we're going to close out.
since you have yours you have your yep 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 as we close sis be wise have understanding walk in wisdom create your own boldness and seek your own change good night good night everyone